shout out to the world. We back at it. The Knowledge, Ancient Mysteries, and My Stories podcast. I'm your host, Mayat Arm Khan, and this podcast is based on the book by the author Makusa Arm Khan. How have y'all been? Things well? Oh, Chauvin over here said he need a new trial because it wasn't fair. Mm, I don't know if I don't know if we're gonna be talking about fair and unfair when it comes to you know the officers' actions. But anyway, anyway, it seems like spring has sprung for most of us. As soon as I say that, Colorado will get dumped on by a blizzard first week of June or some ill stuff like that. So let me be quiet. But yeah, we're back. Uh, where we at? Season 2, Episode 6. And this will be Lesson 14. We're going to be talking about Wisdom is the Principal Thing. That's the chapter we'll be covering. And that's on page 34. I know y'all got y'all literature, but I'll give you a second to get it. Because uh, first of all, we got to get into the K. This is the conversation. Welcome to the conversation. This is the conversation. And welcome to this week's, this lesson's conversation. Uh, we did analytics last week. I hope you got caught up on that. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, please, after listening to this one, go ahead and get caught up. Uh, but Pops said he had a special message for us for this conversation. So Pops, the floor is yours. Wisdom is the principal thing. Long ago, when the world was young, the Holy Bible had many books. Today, the Bible is missing many of these important books from the Christian canon. This canon, with its missing books, was established by the Church of Rome and is now the Bible you read called the King James Version of the Holy Writ. In between the books of the Bible called the Song of Solomon and the book of the prophet Isaiah are several missing books. One of these missing books is called the Book of Wisdom. This book has an uncertain author, but some suspect it was the son of Sarak, who was a man in biblical times of great diligence and wisdom among the Hebrews, who did not only gather the knowledge and short sentences of wise men that came before him, but he himself also uttered some of his own full of much understanding and wisdom. When the father of Sirach died, leaving this book that was almost perfected, Sirach, his son, receiving it after him, left it to his own son, who having gotten it to his hands, compiled it all orderly into one volume and called it Wisdom. Alluring the reader by the very name Wisdom, to have a greater love to the study of this book. It contains, therefore, wise sayings, esoteric sentences, and parables, and certain particular ancient godly stories of men that please God. Also, his prayers and songs, moreover, what benefits God had for his people and what plagues he had heaped upon his enemies. This writer of this book did imitate Solomon, who the Bible states was black and was the wisest man in the world. 
and was no less famous for his wisdom and learning, both being in, both men being indeed of great learning. In this book of wisdom, to understand it, it is to understand the Elohim. The Elohim, God, the us, and let us make man in our image, is a host of powers that make up the almighty God. Nine powers to be exact. In this book of wisdom, one of these powers is feminine and is designated as wisdom. When I speak of God in my writings, I speak of her as my mother. To understand what I mean is to understand this book of the Bible. Find a Bible with this book in it and read it, my listeners, and your eyes will be opened. In one translation, the book opens saying, All wisdom cometh from Yahweh God, which is cosmic law, and is with him forever. Who can number the sands of the sea, and the drops of rain, and the days of eternity? Who can find out the height of heaven, and the breadth of earth, and the deep, and wisdom? Wisdom hath been created before all things, and the understanding of prudence from everlasting. The word of God most high is the foundation of wisdom, and her ways are everlasting commandments. To whom hath the root of wisdom been revealed? Or who hath known her wise counsels? Unto whom hath the knowledge of wisdom been made manifest? And who hath understanding her great experience? There is one wise and greatly to be feared, and that is Yahweh, sitting upon his throne. He created her and saw her and numbered her and poured her out upon all his works. She is with all flesh according to this gift, and he hath given her to them that love him. The fear of Yahweh is honor and glory and gladness and a crown of rejoicing. The fear of Yahweh maketh a merry heart and giveth joy and gladness and a long life. Whoso feareth Yahweh, it shall go well with him at the last, and he shall find favor in the day of his death. To fear Yahweh God is the beginning of wisdom, and this wisdom was created with the faithful in the womb, and she has built an everlasting foundation, and she shall continue with their seed. In another translation, it says, Wisdom is a spirit, a friend to man, though she will not pardon the words of the blasphemer, since she sees into the innermost parts of him, truly observes his heart, and listens to his tongue. The man who gives voice to injustice will never go unnoticed, nor shall avenge injustice pass him by. For the godless man and deliberations, which will be examined as a report of his words, will reach Yahweh God, who convict him of his crimes. And again, this book says, wisdom is bright and does not grow dim by those who love her. She is readily seen and found by those who look for her, quick to anticipate those who desire her. She makes herself known to them 
Watch for her early and you will have no trouble. You will find her sitting at your gates. Even to think about her is understanding fully grown. Be on the alert for her and anxiety will quickly leave you. She herself walks about looking for those who are worthy of her and graciously shows herself to them as they go in every thought of theirs, coming to meet them. Honor wisdom, thus she reigns forever. This, my listener, my reader, is the reason wisdom is the principal thing. But in all thy getting, get thee of her understanding. One does this by praying for divine wisdom and divine understanding. Note, in ancient Egypt, wisdom was conveyed as the goddess Isis, which means infinite space and infinite stars, which means esoterically the great mother newt of the night sky. Look up at the night sky. There is wisdom in the stars. She is the one above all things. And when I say all things, this is what I mean. She has been deliberately misplaced because of her holiness by men of earth for many, many eons. And I, like many others on the path of truth, intend to set her back on her rightful throne. Find a translation of this book of the Bible called the Book of Wisdom that is missing from today's Bibles and read it and pray for understanding. I give you this knowledge and hope that truth inspires change. Peace. Pops, right on. Right on. Well said. I've been trying to tell them, Pops, how to pray, you know, for the divine wisdom and the divine understanding. What do I know? I'm just the host. So let's move forward. Um, thank you for that. Um, Barbara Grant, I'd like to shout you out because she posted a photo on our Facebook page. And you can see this if you do follow our Facebook page. It is the Knowledge Ancient Mysteries and My Stories page on Facebook. It's a group and you can uh, go ahead and sign up and we'll make sure you get into that. But Barbara Grant uh, posted a photo and uh, Barbara, I'd like to make that this week's thumbnail for our episode for our lesson so thank you for that we will get that up and what's really cool about the post is that she was given a precious book i won't get into it right now but a precious book from pops from makusa and she heard or saw one of his posts and it was in strong relation to the book that he gifted her a long time ago so uh what you'll be seeing on the thumbnail is exactly out of the book that he gifted her. So I thought that was really special. And we want to go ahead and put that as a thumbnail for all our podcasts uh, for this episode. You know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're based off of Anchor. Uh, but it's time. I think it's about that time. Wisdom is the principal thing. I'm pretty sure page 34. Let me double check. Yep, page 34. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is lesson 14. Uh, enjoy. But without any further ado, let's do it, Pop. All right, Pop. First question I have for you this week. How did Jesus know that the disciples would properly receive his, or rather, God's messages? When John baptized Jesus in the Jordan River and the dove of the Holy Spirit descended on him, 
John the Baptist said to his disciples who had been following him and pointed to Jesus and said to them, there is the Lamb of God. Jesus became the human sacrifice and was now compared to the Lamb being sacrificed in the time of Moses. This is the reason the disciples who became apostles followed him. John was descending and Jesus was ascending. Mm, well, I appreciate you uh, making that crystal clear. Thank you. All right, next one, Pops. Uh, people truly believe that Jesus is going to return in the flesh. Like, do they truly believe he's going to pop up in human form? Yes, they do. I've always been amazed at people believing that the Nazarene who walked on earth 2,000 years ago will come again to walk on earth once more. This will not happen. And when I say this to the lost ones, they get upset with me and want to do me harm over this misnomer. This is the trap set by the early church to deceive the people. And this misinformation was given to our forefathers and mothers, thus inevitably passed down to us of today's world. The Christ will return, but Jesus, the man from Galilee, is dead and will not rise again to walk among us again. The esoteric secret of the Christ is that at intervals of 2,000 years, God sends the eternal spirit of the Christ to earth to incarnate into a human being, thus taking over this human being, leading him to his mission universal. This has been happening since the beginning of time. The great pharaohs, Moses, Gautama the Buddha, and many others has filled this office of the Messiah. And in our time, the so-called second coming, it will be filled again. And it's filled right now at this moment. He is sometimes visible and at other times not seen and not known. But he is always here at his appointed time. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up because I just couldn't really wrap my mind around Jesus coming back in the flesh. I mean, he's going to be upset that people was worshiping him when he told everyone he's just the word. People are going to be crying. People still won't be able to, you know, take the esoteric uh, way that he speaks. he probably be doing commercials with LeBron. he would probably get featured on some music. No, we just... I'm glad you cleared that up, Pop. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right, moving on. Uh, can you please expound on Christ being the quote-unquote light? The light is Christ. And this Christ spirit lives inside the great unknown or God Almighty. The Christ is one aspect of the Elohim, which is a host of divine powers. The Christ is equal to illumination. And when you find the light of Christ within you, my listener, you will become enlightened. Seek and you shall find. Ooh, I hope y'all is picking up what he's putting down. If not, rewind, annotate. You know, take a look. You got the notes app on your phone. Go to your home screen to scroll and find your notes app and take some notes. Whew. All right, Pops, let's wrap this up. Why? When his powers were revealed, did Jesus become a target? God does not send a prophet or Messiah on earth haphazardly. 
She sends the one who is to come for a divine purpose. There is a need for his coming, mostly to relieve a people from the suffering put on them by evil people in power. This is why the Nazarene says to his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. You see, these evil forces of man understand the rhythm of the Messiah, and who knows that at an appointed time, a deliverer will be born to an oppressed people, like Moses, who was put into the Nile River to hide him from the evil powers that wanted to prevent his coming. So was Jesus. The Nazarene's life was put in jeopardy when Judas revealed to the powers that be that Jesus was the coming one, the Christ. They murdered him to stop the divine mission. This is what the second coming means. The mission of Christ was aborted. Thus comes the second coming to try and complete what was stopped from happening 2,000 years ago. This time, the prophet is under the protection of star forces, and his power is manifested in thought, our sixth sense, leading to our seventh sense, which is cosmic consciousness. One must raise their consciousness to partake of this eon of truth. This is how it will be this time. This time, it will not be Jesus the Nazarene returning at the second coming of the Christ, but another soul from the house of David, the house of the Messiah. Peace, my people. Pops, you would think we know what we're doing over here. Another wonderful lesson, a blessing. Thank you. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. Um, covering wisdom is the principal thing. That last question... And that last answer, y'all need to run that back. And if you can't run it back, go back to your literature and review it there. Oh, how do you get the literature? The book is $20, regardless if you're using Cash App, regardless if you're going to send a check, regardless if you're going to use PayPal. So $20 for the copy of the book. If you're going to send a check, money order, cash, please send it to P.O. Box 372 424 Denver, Colorado 80237 and that will be to M A Khan just like Makusa Arm Khan once again M A Khan so if you want to send check cash money order PO box 372-424 Denver, Colorado 80237 if you're going to use Cash App just use Makusa Khan get that m-u-c-u-s-s-a-k-h-a-n and the same is going to be for paypal also once you do place your order and your funds have been sent either reach out to mayot's facebook page reach out to the ancient mystery facebook page and please direct message your information being your name being your address if you'd like to add a phone number, we can always use that. But that way, we can mail it to the correct address. There's no additional funds that need to be uh, put besides the $20. That will include your mailing. And that's lesson 14. Thank you for taking a listen. 
Please, please share. Put people on. Ask questions. Visit our social media outlets. Everything's in the bio. If you have questions, please let me know. Once again, I am your host, Mayat Arm Khan. This is a podcast based on the book, The Knowledge, Ancient Mysteries and My Stories by Makusa Arm Khan. We'll see y'all again in a couple of weeks. And he told y'all how to pray at the beginning, but I'm going to give y'all a reminder. Pray for divine wisdom and pray for divine understanding. Mm -hmm.